Time to express yourself. Where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be the Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Not all screen time is bad, but it matters how much time we're spending and what we're gaining from the time. This is a quote by Arianne Pelican. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits for today's show. Be The Star You Are wants to thank everyone who has volunteered and supported BTYSA over the years. We are thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with the donation, please visit btysa.org. Every dollar counts, and we will use the funds for our outreach programs. Make sure to listen to Express Yourself wherever you listen to radio or music, iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on Voice America Radio, the largest radio network in the world. I'm your host, Charvi, for today's show. Salutations and welcome to our radio show. I'm Kuthi, your other host. And today's show is all about managing screen time and how we can reduce our prolonged usage of screens. Also, just wanted to mention that today is Charlie's first time hosting. So welcome to the mysterious life of a host, Charlie, and congratulations. I'm sure you'll be a wonderful addition to our host team. Anyway, in segment two, we will be having our wonderful reporter Lori talk to us about the impact of excess screen time on young minds and why this is an issue we should care about. In segment three, our AI expert Kevin's back with his AI segment, Contemplating Artificial Intelligence and Society. And right now for this first segment, we have yours truly and my wonderful co-host Charlie with more on screen time. Take it away, Charlie. Thank you, Kirthi. In an era where our lives unfold increasingly on screens, the concept of screen time has become a ubiquitous and often debated facet of modern existence. Like a digital clock ticking away the moments of our daily lives, screen time encapsulates the hours we spend immersed in the luminous glow of smartphones, tablets, computers, and televisions. It's not merely a measure of minutes and seconds. It's a window into our interconnected world where virtual landscapes blend seamlessly with the tangible reality around us. Screen time is more than just a metric. It's a reflection of societal evolution and technological immersion. From the mesmerizing allure of streaming platforms to the endless scroll of social media feeds, our screen have become portals to information, entertainment, and social interaction. However, 
the significance of screen time extends beyond the mere convenience or leisure. It shapes our cognitive patterns, influences our relationships, and raises profound questions about the balance between the digital and physical dimensions of our life. As we navigate this digital age, understanding screen time is not just a matter of tracking minutes spent on devices. It's about unraveling the intricate tapestry of human behavior, societal norms, and the impact of technology on our well-being. Join the exploration into the realms of screen time, where the glow of pixels illuminates both the wonders and challenges of our interconnected existence. Bravo, Trovi. Really philosophical and contemplative. I like it. Now, you guys have heard Trovi's amazing segment, and now you're going to hear my slightly less amazing and elegant segment. Ladies, gentlemen, and the elusive species known as teenagers, gather around. Today we embark on a perilous journey through the digital jungle, armed only with our smartphones and a questionable sense of direction. Welcome to the epic saga of managing screen time, a tale so riveting it'll make your favorite Netflix series look like a slow-motion snail race. In an era where our lives unfold increasingly on screens, where the luminous glow of smartphones, tablets, and computers orchestrates the symphony of our daily existence, the concept of screen time emerges as it encompasses the hours we spend, traversing virtual landscapes that seamlessly blend with the tangible reality around us. It's the sassy narrator of our daily drama, with smartphones, tablets, computers, and televisions playing supporting roles, bathed in the radiant glow of the technological limelight. Picture this. Streaming platforms with the mesmerizing allure of a Netflix wizard, social media feeds doing the endless scroll dance like nobody's watching. It's a digital carnival where our devices become portals to information, entertainment, and social interaction. And we're just trying to keep up with the high-tech circus. It's the wise sage in the digital village, raising an eyebrow at our struggles to balance the pixelated and physical aspects of our lives. Picture this. You, a brave soul, navigating the treacherous waters of Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, only to realize you've spent more time scrolling than it takes for a sloth to finish a marathon. It's a perilous quest, my friends, and many have succumbed to the silent call of endless cat videos and memes, but fear not, for today we shall arm ourselves with the mighty sword of self-control and the impenetrable shield of responsibility. Screen time is the wild cousin who shows up uninvited to a party armed with smartphones, tablets, computers, and televisions, all bathed in the radiant glow of tech-induced chaos. It's a window into a world where virtual landscapes throw the wildest party with tangible reality, and our devices are the party animals. Like pixels are doing the Macarena, screaming, do the electric slide with us, just try not to step on the charger. Imagine streaming platforms as diva rock stars, demanding attention with the mesmerizing allure of a pop concert, and social media feeds doing the cha-cha-cha in a dance-off against time. It's a digital carnival where our gadgets are the carnival barkers, promising a rollercoaster ride through information, entertainment, and social interaction, with the bonus cotton candy of questionable productivity. Now, managing screen time is no walk in the park. It's more like a stroll through a tech-infested forest where every app is a mischievous sprite trying to steal away your precious minutes. 
but will he not? So I have devised a foolproof plan that even the most tech-savvy wizards would envy. First, let's acknowledge the power of the almighty appetizer. Think of it as the appetizer before the main course of your digital feast. Set a timer for a short burst of app indulgence, and when it goes off, imagine a giant hook yanking you away from your screen. It's like a culinary adventure for your senses, but instead of flavors, you're savoring the sweet taste of productivity. Now, let's talk about the legendary beast known as the Notification Hydra. This creature has many heads, each one spewing alerts, messages, and updates, but Fear not, great souls. Take out your metaphorical sword and start slashing those unnecessary notifications. Your focus shall be as sharp as Excalibur in no time. Ah, but the grand finale, my friends, is the majestic screen time dragon. This colossal creature breathes procrastination fire and devours hours faster than a black hole at a cosmic buffet. Taming this beast requires the legendary artifact known as the Unplug Amulet. Picture yourself bravely reaching for the plug and ceremoniously disconnecting from the digital realm. It's a hero's journey, and you, my friends, are the chosen ones. In conclusion, managing screen time is an epic adventure, a quest to reclaim lost minutes and conquer the digital dragons that threaten our productivity. Armed with the appetizer, the notification hydra slayer, and the unplugged amulet, you shall emerge victorious in this battle for time. So go forth, my fellow screen warriors, and may your minutes be ever in your favor. But hold your laughter, because screen time isn't just a circus sideshow. It's the puppet master controlling our cognitive puppet strings, influencing our relationships, and making us question the profound mysteries of life like... Why do we always misplace the remote? So, dear audience, as we roll into this slapstick adventure through the digital age, let's not just count minutes on our devices. Let's embrace the absurdity of human behavior, the sitcom of societal norms, and the laugh-out-loud impact of technology on our well-being. Join me in the exploration of screen time with a glow of pixels isn't just a spotlight. It's a disco ball of hilarity, revealing the wonders and making us snort with laughter at the challenges of our interconnected existence. Get ready for a tech-infused comedy gala where every single screen moment is a punchline in the comedy script of our shared digital escapade. And that's all we have for this segment. Stay tuned for our next segment, where we'll be talking more about screen time with our reporter, Rory. Make sure to donate to our charity, buy books and t-shirts, and make a donation to Be The Star You Are to support the production of our radio show at btysa.org. Birdie told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens.
Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to share success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Hear about personal growth, building a better business, inspirational life stories, and personal branding. You'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello, fellow homo sapiens, and welcome back to Express Yourself. I'm Kuthi with Charlie for this program, Managing Screen Time. That's our topic. And we're going to talk about why excess screen time is such an important issue, especially in this technological age. Right now, we have Rory with his segment titled The Breakdown. Hi, Rory. We're excited to hear your take on this topic. Take it away. Hey, everyone. It's Rory here, and welcome to another episode of The Breakdown. Today, I want to discuss the impact of excessive screen time and more specifically, social media on young minds. I mean, this topic is something that I care about a lot because of how consuming I myself find social media to be. I often like to refer back to the pandemic a lot in my segments because I feel like the pandemic is a great baseline because after that, you know, the world changed forever. In the sense of social media use, exposure, and the use of technology in general, especially revolving around us teenagers, every single one of those metrics skyrocketed after 2020 began. This was due to the fact that people were on lockdown and, you know, unfortunately we were all isolated and all of our schools went completely remote. So we, as teens, really had no choice to be on screens constantly for schoolwork, communication, and entertainment which ultimately led to a lot of problems revolving around staying on task and dealing with all these distractions that we could possibly have. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I feel like our technology usage and our world in general has become so digitalized. Like you can do almost anything on the computer or the phone or the You don't even need televisions anymore. Like, you can just use a computer, a smartphone. That's all you need to live in this world, which I feel like it's kind of questionable. But considering the fact that the pandemic has ceased for the most part, because, you know, it's like three years ago, no one's, like, wearing masks or holding hand sanitizer anymore. What challenges do you think the pandemic has left teens to grapple with regarding the use of social media and time spent on screens? That's a great question. Thank you for asking that. And currently, we still use technology a lot for education. I mean, 
as far as I'm concerned, almost every school across our nation has converted to using Google Classroom. And I'm sure other schools around the world use other platforms like Google Classroom or Google Classroom itself to post things um, like homework or assignments to do or, you know, just reminders. And we constantly are on our phones for educational purposes or our computers. And I know for me personally, whenever I have to go on one of these sites or services really to do things like check for my homework, for example, it can be really hard to sit there and get something as simple as homework done because when I'm on a computer doing homework, social media is like right there. And it's just a challenge for me to stay focused on my assignments. I mean, if you want to think of an analogy for this, an example is, you know, someone who loves chocolate and then they decide, hey, you know what, I'm going to go on a diet. But they also happen to work as a baker and specifically are a chocolatier and have to work with chocolate every day. So as you can imagine, it's very hard to manage that diet. And it's kind of the same thing here when you're forced to go on screens every day for lessons and learning various things. It can be hard to hold yourself accountable regarding the use of technology for the positive things that you should be using it for, or at least what you should be using it for in that moment. I know for me, it just can really feel impossible sometimes to regulate my interest um, on going on social media when I know really I should be doing other things. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, Rory. I feel like now that all our work is on computers and online, the distraction of using social media is definitely there. And it's harder to like finish your work in less time and be more productive just because those things are so easily accessible. And, you know, it's hard for us to give into it. But specifically, how do you think social media use and screen time in general is affecting teens as a whole? Well, social media has affected young adults like ourselves in many, many ways. And while, like I said before, it does offer more connectivity, it can lead to many mental and physical issues such as problems with sleep, as well as engaging in less physical activity and can seriously harm the development of the brain either indirectly or directly if we as teens use technology too much in place of real life experiences. I mean, I'm personally trying to work on regulating social media use myself by attempting to foster a healthier version of my relationship with technology. And it can really feel like an uphill battle sometimes, but I've been doing more research on the subject and with a lot of mindfulness and a plan that we make with, you know, people like our parents, you know, any trusted adult you have, we can do our best to enjoy the the benefits of social media and the benefits of the internet in general and work hard to mitigate the negative impact it can have on our brain development, as well as in general as teens. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like especially for our generation, like we kind of grew up amongst Facebook, Instagram, Google, all of these, all of these screens, all of these devices. So I feel like it's so, so important to spread this knowledge about, you know, finding a limit. Like, it's not that you should ban social media from your life completely, because it is one of the most prime forms of communication, but you still have to realize that there's a limit. So you mentioned that you've been doing some research on the subject. So what exactly are some of the things that you found out by doing research on the subject of the impact of social media and screen time on teens? So 
one of the facts that I have uncovered whilst doing my research is that nearly 50% of teenagers currently say that they are on screens and the internet, quote unquote, almost constantly, which is up from a quarter of teens reporting that same thing in a survey done in 2014 to 2015, which was just seven years ago. The common sense census also demonstrated that teens use screens for entertainment for more than eight hours a day on average. I mean, I personally find those numbers to be astounding because in such a short amount of time, we really have witnessed a rise in the use of social media and general screen time amongst teens. Whenever I look around at my school, though, this metric doesn't seem all that absurd, as I really do see people on their phones constantly during times where they're moving from class to class or they're sitting down from just moving from class to class or instead of talking to people at lunch they just kind of sit there and they play video games with each other but everything has to be through a screen i also do find it crazy that young adults really do spend an average of eight hours a day using technology for leisure now i'm not saying that's all of us nor is that um gonna be right for the whole entire world but the fact that that was an average don't like like that was found in a survey is crazy and we probably don't even realize how much we really use technology we probably think it's like two to four hours a day but if we actually look at the data it really shows that we are always on our devices and i just find it strange how normalized excessive use has become because, you know, if you're not on a screen, people might look at you like, you know, you're strange or you're weird because you're trying to do other things besides being on social media all day. But that's the reality of the new world now, especially for us teenagers. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think in my school as well, I can see that, you know, we're in school for seven to eight hours. And in most of our classes, our work is online. So we're spending at least five of those hours online doing our work and then including homework and things outside that is going to add like additional hours. So almost more than three fourths of our day is given away to using technology. So I think that statistic is very accurate to represent our generation and, and how digitized our lives have become. So what are some actions you think that parents can take in collaboration with their teens to help regulate the use of social media and encourage their kids to do you know, more active activities that are more beneficial to their well-being in its place? Well, I'm going to talk from personal experience here. Um, a few things that are helping me regulate my use of social media that my parents have helped contribute to is the rules they have put in place revolving around where and when I can use my devices. I mean, for example, no one is allowed to use their device at the dinner table or I call it the dinner table, just at the, you know, the meal table in general during meal times. And I'm not allowed to have my phone in my room at night, unless it's a weekend, of course. Before going to bed, though, I do have to place my phone in another room. So that way I'm not tempted to stay up and scroll on social media when I should be sleeping. My family also heavily encourages me to be involved in a lot of physical activities, such as playing sports or going outside with my friends and just hanging out, as long as it's doing something else besides sitting inside on the screen all day. Um, another very important thing that my family cares about deeply is having designated time dedicated to family. So that can be going outside, grabbing something to eat, or watching a movie together. We like to always have something that we can do together that while maybe it does have to be around technology, like watching a movie, it's not the same as sitting there on social media, blindly scrolling for hours. 
Um, I think a common misunderstanding is though the amount of time that we need to spend away from screens. Like Kirthi said earlier, we shouldn't completely eliminate devices from our lives. I think that you know, technology can be really used in a positive way. And I think as long as we're spending quality time away from screens that gives our brains a break and help maybe even enriches our minds. And it doesn't mean that we have to go like seven hours without using our phones. We just have to do stuff to supplement it sometimes in the middle. So we can slowly become more regulated to having a healthier screen life balance. So quickly to sum up everything we've discussed, because I know it's a lot of information to be thrown uh, at someone at once. Um, we cannot be perfect in terms of our use of screen time, nor should we expect ourselves to be. But I really do think when it comes to reducing our social media usage, we can set ourselves up for success as teenagers and we can really put forth uh, an effort because this is a very real challenge. I mean, so we really have to try, but I mean, as long as we're giving it that attempt to really try and regulate, you know, screens versus life and other activities, I believe that we can really set ourselves up to have a healthier life in terms of preserving a strong mental and physical well-being. Thanks so much, Rory, for joining us today. That information was very fascinating and helpful, and I think I benefited a lot to learn more about how much screen time has impacted our lives and this generation as a whole. Yeah, I definitely agree because I can relate to this so much. And I feel like our listeners as teenagers can relate to it as well, growing up in this technology technology world. So this was awesome. Thank you so much, Rory. And you guys, listeners, make sure to check out our radio site at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com, buy books and t-shirts in our store, and make a donation to BTSYA at www.bethestoreyouare.org. Want to see what Voice America is up to behind the scenes? Follow us on TikTok at Voice America Talk Radio. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. 
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello, and welcome back to Express Yourself. I'm your host, Charvi, and I'm here with Charvi, and what we're talking about today is managing screen time. I'm Charvi, and right now we're diving into high tech with our reporter, Kevin, with his segment on AI and us. Hi, Kevin. What do you have for us? Hi, everybody. I'm Kevin Chu. I'll be the star you are reporter. My segment is AI and us, which talk about how AI can and does affect our lives. Today, I'll discuss how AI can help you in managing your screen time. Today's digital age, almost everything can be done through a screen. Ordering food, doing work, contacting friends, playing games, reading books, watching news, and countless other convenient actions. In fact, you could probably spend the rest of your life in your house and have it not be a huge issue outside of the desire to go outside and touch grass. The internet is the most versatile and useful tool that humans have ever made, and its creation was one of the most significant events in human history. It will likely continue to be important even in the far future. However, this has led to being used by far too much by far too many, including myself. Even if you don't particularly like to use electronics in your free time and like to go on walks or read books, work or school, depending on your age, are very likely to still require to use it. Every day I spend almost all of my time on a computer, whether it be because of work, entertainment, or a mixture of both. Excessive screen time has some pretty vile long-term side effects. First of all, blue light, which has two major maladies on its own. The first is eye damage, or more specifically, renal damage, as well as development of cataracts. I don't think I need to explain why these are bad. The second is a bit well, it's a bit less well known, although you've probably felt its effects, which is tricking the brain into thinking it's daytime. If you've ever scrolled through your phone in bed and then been unable to sleep for the next half hour, that's why. Second, lack of social development. You can make plenty of friends online, but human interaction is still very important, especially between a growing child and their parents. Some younger parents nowadays treat the device as an all-purpose entertainment tool, allowing the parents to work and rest without disturbance. And while parents do need time to themselves, children need time with the parents. Children with the device in hand are less likely to look to the parent for interaction as well, exacerbating the problem. There are many more problems, but this introduction has already gone far longer than usual. So let's just get into the solutions. First off, the monitoring and recording of screen time. This is a pretty simple application of AI, and one you probably know about. By using AI, the amount of time you're looking at your screen is recorded. You can even track the individual amount of time spent on each app. For instance, if you spend too much time looking at TikToks or YouTube shorts, just like my friends and I respectively, your phone will tell you that, and that alone is quite impactful. Even if it's just a number and notification, being told by your own phone that you spent three hours on YouTube shorts in one day still makes you feel like a bum. Even if that feeling might only last until the next day, it still helps nonetheless, and it's more of a school for parents anyhow. Parents can check on their kid and see how long they're spending on their device, and accordingly work toward reducing it if needed. Moreover, AI can even warn when screen time has gone excessive on its own, both the user themselves or the guardian if the user is still a child. This can range from just a simple notification or a complete shutdown of the device itself. Taking just a bit further, AI can even restrict problematic sites and prevent a child from seeing them when they're too young. Personally, I wish I had that earlier. My innocence was ruined by the internet. And my friends. And my books. Hmm. Went, maybe it was inevitable. Anyhow, it doesn't matter. Point is, certain sites on the internet can be way too intense for a child to see. AI can help make sure those sites don't get within a mile radius of any innocent children. AI can help in many other ways too. One of them being the gamification of managing screen time. AI can leverage gamification principles to make the process of managing screen time engaging and rewarding. For instance, individuals can set goals with daily screen usage. AI can transform this into a gamified experience, kind of like math or typing games. 
I remember I used to be absolutely addicted to this one math game when I was a kid, but I can't remember what it was. Wish I could. Anyhow, achieving screen time objectives can unlock virtual rewards or get you digital badges, tapping into the innate human desire for achievement and recognition that I'm a slave to. I just hope there's no pay to win. Getting cold turkey for a week for achievement and then seeing some noob have every single achievement by the second hour will probably make me go insane. By turning screen management into a game, AI not only makes responsible screen usage feel not so responsible, but also makes the process enjoyable and fun, or as enjoyable as a fun as it could be. Furthermore, managing screen time isn't just about the total screen time, but where and how you spend it, or rather what you spend time on your screen doing, when you really should be doing something else. And guess what? AI can help with this too. What a shocker. AI excels in understanding patterns and context. ChatGPT, for one, can essentially create guidelines for itself. Many people have had quite some fun messing around with ChatGPT because of this, but that's unrelated to this topic and not really in the same vein. Go check it out, though. It's pretty funny. Getting back on track, a contextual assistance facilitated by AI can provide users with real-time insights into their screen habits. For instance, if an individual tends to use social media extensively during work hours, AI can detect this pattern and offer timely suggestions or reminders. Contextual assistance goes beyond generifications by delivering personalized recommendations based on an individual's unique usage patterns. By offering personalized insights, AI helps users make informed decisions about their screen time, making them think about what they should actually be doing instead of what they want to be doing. I definitely need this. I get way too distracted reading or watching YouTube when I'm supposed to be doing work. Finally, getting back to the health problems I mentioned before, AI can help control that too. AI can integrate health tracking features into screen management tools, helping users realize the side effects of the screen time and force them to acknowledge it. For instance, AI algorithms can analyze the correlation between screen time and sleep quality, providing users with real data about how their screen time is affecting their health, and more importantly, time is spent sleeping and not having to worry about anything like college applications. AI can also monitor physiological responses or signs, such as checking how red the eyes are, bags under the eyes, general health in the face, and probably several more aspects of health that you and I have no idea about. Armed with this knowledge, users can make conscious choices that align with their health goals, ensuring that screen time is not just managed quantitatively, but managed in a way that makes sure they're healthy, no matter how much you've been on the screen. Finally, personalized advice. One of the key strengths of AI lies in its adaptive nature. Machine learning algorithms can continue to adapt strategies based on user feedback and evolving habits. When project approaches screen management provides proves ineffective for an individual, AI can dynamically adjust its interventions. Its adaptability ensures that solutions are not one size fits all, but are personalized to meet the unique needs and preferences of each user. AI becomes your own personal virtual doctor, making sure that you get whatever worked for you. What it is, I have no idea, which is kind of the point. AI, ironically, is making an assistance in helping manage screen time, and is one of the most effective ways to go about making a change in your life, or a change to anything for that matter. AI is an absurdly potent tool, and it can range from making incomprehensible memes to making calculations so far beyond human intellect that we'd never be able to calculate them in 100 lifetimes. Okay, maybe not 100, maybe 10, or 1,000, not really sure which. Either way, it's an incredibly useful tool, and one I personally anticipate its development of in the future. Wow, Kevin, I definitely learned more about how AI can be optimized in a positive way. So while you may not know exactly what the results are, how would an AI understand a human screen time behavior in general and personalize their device? Um, some ways in what they may analyze the data, uh, like I mentioned before, is by clicking data on like how much they're on the screen or how much time they spend on each app. And other information they can use, like I also mentioned before, whether that work and supposed to be working or if they're just entertaining themselves and other things like that. To help them manage when and how they spend their screen time. Uh, one way they could help control or is personalize it is 
checking the changes and it's not oddities, but more, I guess changes would be the best word. Yeah. Changes in uh, the user's behavior. So like if you, if it notices that you're trying to spend less screen time, like say you uh, scroll onto an app for like five minutes and immediately go off it. Uh, they can think that, oh, they're trying to improve themselves and not, not spend as much time on screen time. So they might help you be more stringent in learning that. Or if the opposite, or if you're spending more time on entertainment apps, they may be like, oh, we can lessen the restrictions. They're trying, they just want to relax like this, some things like that. Yeah, I can definitely see how AI can be helpful in so many ways in reducing our screen time. So I know one of the major ways that you mentioned was like notifications saying, hey, like your screen time is too long, like stop being on the computer, stop being on your phone. But what are some other preventive, maybe more effective measures that AI can take to reduce your screen time and manage it? Because, you know, notifications, they work. But if if I got a notification right now saying to like get off my phone, if I was on my phone, I wouldn't listen to it. So like, are there any other preventive measures that AI can take for this managing screen time problem? Um, some some other strategies include like uh, automatically restricting which apps you can use. Oh, that's a bit extreme, and just send, uh, shutting down the device uh, entirely, which is uh, even more extreme. But some other um, ways you could restrict, I guess, uh, app, certain apps or screen time is by just blocking certain apps at certain times, which is a bit less extreme than just blocking them all the time, and using more intrusive alerts or notifications. Like if you ha- if you use an ad blocker on YouTube. Um, previously i think since a week ago um like an alert would show up and it wouldn't go away after a while and easily force you to re- the, acknowledge it and force you, much force you to turn off the, your ad blocker if you don't want to see that all the time so something like that could work um and then it could also make it more because i have scheduled i guess different modes of restrictions for your phone so for like you might have a scheduled time from like i don't know two to four or three to five or something like that in which basically it, it disables like non-essential apps like games or other things like or other entertainment apps. And basically make sure that while you have access to only the most essential apps that you need, and basically it incentivizes you to get off your phone to have entertainment. So I know you discussed how we could use certain preventative measures by AI, like, you know, having downtime from certain apps or restricting the usage of your phone in some sort of way and having limited screen time for the apps. But overall, do you think having like the AI, like being encouraged to not use your screen as much or having it like block you and use a more extreme measure would work better? So do you think it's more effective for the AI personally blocking you from the screen time or using like a pathos method of encouraging you would be more effective? Uh, I think it depends a lot on, on the person itself and how they want to approach the matter, uh, or rather if they want to improve it all. For example, if it's a parent trying to control their kid's screen time, then personally blocking the screen time is probably going to have a bigger effect because one, it's not their own, I guess, initiative to do so. And so, and so even if they get encouraged to do it, they won't want to do it. It might even make them do it more as sort of a defiant way. And then another reason is that children just aren't very good at improving themselves, um, something like that. Uh, and so basically, and so in that case, uh, just force screen, just force screen time blocking while frustrating for the child or, or whoever's, um, being cared for, well, might be frustrating is probably the better way to help them get off of the screen. But if it's the person themselves trying to improve, like, oh, I want to spend less time on my screen. I want to spend more time, uh, I don't know, reading, working out, 
uh, working, things like that, then I'd say encouragement would probably work more because at some point, if it's just forceful blocking at times, then it's definitely going to feel frustrating. It might make them not want to do it as much. But if it's just encouraging, then I kind of stack on top of their already, oh, I should not be on this device as much. And it'll probably make them get off the device while making them feel like it's their own choice and they have control over and not as frustrating and more liberating in a way. Wow, Kevin, that was so informative. And I learned a lot about how useful AI can be in managing screen time because, you know, AI... People think of ChatGBT, oh yeah, you can chat with an AI bot, but there's so much more AI can do. And I love the fact that you create this whole entire segment just dedicated to talking about AI and the hidden benefits of AI. Like more than ChatGPT, what can we do with AI? How can we improve our lives? This is awesome that especially a teenager like you is doing this. But unfortunately, we're out of time for today's shows. But as always, we express our gratitude to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment Crew, especially our awesome audio engineer, Jordan. Thanks to our guests from all across the world, and a huge thank you to our listeners for making us a top-rated program. For more information about the Be The Star You Are charity, visit www.bethestarur.org. Find us on Instagram at Express Yourself Radio. Use the powers of teenagehood to battle the screen monster and reduce your screen time for the best. Always remember to speak out, speak out, and most importantly, express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between.